Everything about Pentecost Sunday is special to me. Um, I, w- I was filled with the, the, the Spirit of God when I was just a little boy. Uh, I grew up uh, uh, generationally. My family has, has been Pentecostal and, and, and holiness and charismatic. And, and so I, I have a, a long experience and deep relationship with God in, in, in a way. And so Pentecost and God's Spirit means a lot to me. And I, you know, it, it's kind of like Ben when Ben was, was talking about it today. You know, it, the Spirit of God does something different for you than what you, you, you realize, right? You, 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 you think that it's this, you know, extra, extra step of salvation. A lot of people add it and make it a, about this extra thing. But, but it, it's, it's a gift of God, and it's really all it is. You see, when God was here walking on the earth and, and, and Jesus came down and, and he, 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 was, he was here uh, doing miracles and teaching and, and leading and guiding, people followed after him. But the plan of God was never for Jesus to continue to walk through the rest of eternity. Could he have? Yeah, he could have. He could have set it up and that could have been the way. Right, that, that Jesus would just stay on the earth forever until God called his church home. But that wasn't the plan of God. The plan of God was for, for, to send Jesus, for him to die for our sins, to go into heaven. And then as he was getting ready to do that, he left them a promise. And he's like, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm not just going to leave you empty-handed. I'm not going to, I'm going away to prepare a place, right? There's this scripture that, that where I am, you may be also, that there's this promise of heaven. One of my favorite scriptures is, is David says uh, that he would have fainted, though, if he would have uh, not seen the goodness of, the God, of God in the land of the living. So if, if, the, if he would have had to wait till heaven before all the good things happened, he would have never made it, Right? That's us. That's our story. We would never make it if we has had one experience with God and then from that point, you know, we have, we, we have that, that believing moment that where we believe on Him, we accept Him as our Savior. And from that moment, that's the only interaction that we have with Him is that forgiveness of sins moment that where we, the blood is applied to our life. And the next thing we have to look forward to is heaven. That wasn't the plan of God. But he said, I'm going to leave with you something. I'm going away. I got to go. I got to transition, right? But I'm going to leave with you something that's going to help you. It's a promise. And it's a gift. And that gift is the Holy Spirit. And that is the Spirit of God that will allow, that that lives and dwells inside of us, that gives us power. It gives us authority. See, Jesus would have walked, had, had he just continued to stay on earth, it would have always been about him, but that's not what God wanted. God wanted it to be about us. God called us to be the church. Jesus wasn't the church. We are the church. We are his hands and his feet. We are are his mouthpiece. We are his witness. And he knew that that we couldn't do that by ourselves. However talented you are, 
however many years of, of, of and, and I'm not knocking Bible college or, or Bible study. I love, I love Ben for, for who he is, that he attended, you know, all those years of seminary. I love it. It's awesome. I, he has knowledge and understanding that I don't have, Tim. But even with all that, we still fall so short. So God said that he's going to give us something that's going to be able to help us make it and do what he wants us to do. And that's the spirit of God inside of us. So we're going to, for just a little bit, and I'm going to run through, there's, I've, got, I've got a lot of scriptures, I'm going to read them. When I'm done, okay, so I know they're recording it, but I can send this, it's just, a, it's, it's my, when I teach and, and Bible studies and things that I do, it's very scripturally based. I don't, there's not a lot of fluff in it. So any fluff that you hear isn't on this paper, it's coming out of my head. Okay, but I, we will share this if you want it because these scriptures are powerful. But I, 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 they asked me if I wanted any slides or anything, any, uh, and, and, I, and I don't. I, what I want is I just want to engage, I want you to engage with me. And let these words and these scriptures resonate in your mind and in your heart and hear them for what they are. The word of God doesn't change. Ben mentioned that several times, that God doesn't change. That he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So Joel prophesied that God would pour out his spirit upon all people. And that's in Joel chapter 2, verses number 28. All people, right? So we're taking out any qualifiers there, right? God's spirit is available for everyone because his spirit is him. It's who he is. God doesn't put any qualifications on salvation. There's no, there's no color, age, restrictions on, on salvation. You don't have to be in a certain income bracket. You don't have to do all these things. God died for our sins before we were here. Before his death, Jesus told us, or told his disciples rather, that he would ask the Father to give us an advocate who would never leave us. The Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17. That it would never leave us. You see, think about the disciples in that moment, okay? They've been walking with Jesus. They've had this intimate relationship with him. They've walked with him. They've talked to him. They've learned from him. How awesome of an experience that would have been. And now here he's saying that I've got to go away. Think of the abandonment. Talk about abandonment issues. That the disciples were, were, were feeling there. That they felt like that they were, they were being abandoned. And Jesus is like, hold, hold on a second. You know, I have to go away. But I'm going to give you something. That will never leave you. That can stay with you everywhere you go. As if, if it was just Jesus, he couldn't walk with Tim and me at the same time. We'd have to walk with him. They had to walk with Jesus. Jesus saying, what I'm going to give you, you're going to be walk, able to walk alone and it will walk with you. That's the difference.
The Holy Spirit isn't, isn't us following Jesus. It's Jesus living and dwelling inside of us and us living our lives and it going with us and giving us power to overcome every situation that we face, every test, every trial, every problem, every time we don't know what to do, we can rely on the Spirit of God living and dwelling inside of us. Acts, we talked about, a lot about Acts, and there's so much about Acts today. Acts chapter number 2, verse number 38 is, is, is really the first experience of, of, of the, the, the Holy Ghost being poured out in, in the church and he, and for, to the church, to the people. And Peter said unto them, they said, well, what, what are we going to do? How, do how, how does this all happen? What's the, what's the plan for us? He told them, look, repent and be baptized. And, and then he starts laying out this, this plan of salvation. And he said, but then... You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It wasn't something else they had to do. It was a result of them preparing their heart. Accepting God for who He is. Acts chapter number 8 verses 5 and 12. That pattern of receiving the word of receiving God as your Savior and desiring the Spirit continued to flow all the way through Acts. Acts 8, verses 5, and then on down in verse 12, it says, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. But when they believed Philip as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. They believed on him. And they started taking steps towards him. Verses 14 says, Now when the apostles were at Jerusalem, so they, they go on, it says that they were at Jerusalem and they heard that Samaria had received the word of God. They said to Peter, they sent Peter and John to him. who, when they had came down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. They knew at this point, the apostles had kind of figured it out. And they knew what it was. They knew how things were supposed to. They were the, they were the ones that were going to carry this thing throughout. Ben talked about that it started in that upper room, but the plan was never for it to stay there. It was for everyone to go out. The Holy Spirit lives and dwells in each and every one of us so we can carry and spread it to the world. So it can be with us and we can be that witness all across the world. And it says, for, for as yet he had fallen upon none of them, that they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. They, 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 they hadn't yet received it. So it's, it's telling us that there, something else had to happen for them. It wasn't something they had to do. They just hadn't. What's that word you keep hearing? Receive. 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 Just have to receive it. Acts chapter number 19, verses 5 and 6 says, When they heard this, they baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, 
the Holy Spirit came upon them. They spoke with tongues and prophesied. They received it. All this we go through in, in our life today, there's so much where, so many if-thens, right? If you do this, then this will happen. If you do this, then this will happen. If you want this, but you better do this. Everything is a consequence of something else. Holy Spirit's not like that. It's already promised to you. It's, 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 it's no different than salvation is, is available for everyone. It's there for us. So how do we receive the Spirit? We do it by faith. Galatians chapter 3 verse number 2 says, This only I want to learn from you. He said, there's this one thing I want to know. I want want you to tell me. You tell me. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Look, I I didn't come to stand and talk to you guys today to ask you to do anything. I'm not here to ask you to to line up, to start following a letter of anything. I'm here just to ask you to let faith work in your life and to receive something, if you haven't already, that God has promised for you. Hebrews 11 and 1, I love it, love that, love the verse. The Bible makes it clear that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So I want to ask you today, have you ever been in a situation where you hoped you had a little bit more strength? Have you ever, have you ever been in a, in, in, a, in a time in your life where you feel weak and you hoped you had a little bit more courage? Where you hoped you had a little bit more, more boldness? To stand and say what you believe? You ever, you ever been in a time where you hoped that you, you could have done better? Faith. If you've hoped those things, hope is that seed of faith. Paul put emphasis on receiving the Spirit of God in addition to salvation and believing on Him. It's something that he wanted them to receive. Acts 19 and 1. says, Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some of his disciples, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Salvation's great. It's it's, It's essential. I'm not taking anything away from it. But, it's just like anything. If you teach something and something does, does something and it's good, do you just want to stop there? Or do you want to go further? Right? Do you want to do it better? Do you want to be stronger? Do you want to be able to overcome things in your life? They didn't have to search for it. They just had to be open to receive it. Every time someone received 
the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, they spoke in that heavenly language every time. Acts 2 and 4 says, and when they, the 120 disciples, were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So today, I, I, as Ben said, and he, you know, sometimes you kind of have to feel like you have to preface things and give qualifiers and work all the way around and tiptoe and dance and shuffle and backtrack and all those things, right? So if you have been around church in your life, you have probably seen, know, heard firsthand, secondhand, people mistreat and misuse and abuse the Spirit of God. Okay? That's not catalyst. That's not here. That's not this moment right now. I am so thankful for our leadership and the, the structure that is placed because if you don't have structure, you don't have nothing. The Bible is all structure. Okay, so we're not just, nothing wild is going to happen. Don't expect anybody to go crazy, right? If you feel happy, you feel happy. If, if things happen, they happen, but that's not, that's not what we're looking for. What we're looking for is an intimate, personal relationship with our Savior. God's Spirit inside of us is something so that we can do more for Him. So that we can be better Christians for Him. So that we can accomplish more for Him. So that we can be a better witness for Him better example to who it's not to me there is a world of people outside these walls that are hurting and they need something more than what they have and if you today receive the Holy Spirit into your life that will help you accomplish the will of God. Because the Bible says that it's His will that none would die lost and perish. We pray about a lot of things. We have to pray that God's will on a lot of things. Sicknesses, we didn't, we're not sure. Sometimes we don't know. Ben talked about you know, praying in the Spirit on things we don't know. There's a, a million things we, we have to do that with. Almost everything, the one thing that you don't ever have to pray and ask God His will about is if that lost soul out there needs to be saved. You never have to ask because God's already laid it out. It's not his will that anyone would die lost. God didn't create hell for people. He doesn't want anybody. He wants everybody to go to heaven. He wants everybody to make it. 
He wants everybody to live a blessed life. He wants everybody to live better and do more and be encouraged. He wants everybody to have power to overcome the things in life and in the world that they can't do it on their own. He wants it. And for his believers, for us today, what he wants from us is us to receive something from him that he has that is a gift for us. It is more than just even a gift. It is a promise to the believers that we would have it. Acts 10 and 46, 44 and 40 through 46. These are the last verses I'm going to read. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those that heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter because of the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. How did they know? How'd they know that the Holy Spirit was poured out on the Gentiles? For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. So today, we've kind of told you what to expect. If you've never been filled with the Spirit before, kind of told you what to expect. Kind of have an idea of it. But we're going we're gonna to open up the altar here real quick. The elders and some of those here, they're going to come and we're going to lay hands on you and pray with you. And if you want it, it's a promise to you. It doesn't have to be loud. Look, when I pray, sometimes I pray real quiet. I'm a loud person. Sometimes it's just because it's not about anybody else sometimes when I pray it's a boldness and it's there's it's it's for an encouragement and I, I I pray just the same way that I act sometimes I'm loud sometimes I'm not but today it's just about you and him it's all it's about a personal individual relationship building experience between you and your Savior. Okay? So, thank you guys again for for staying. Thank you for being attentive. Thank you for listening. But thank you most of all for being open to God taking you deeper than where you have been. So, if we could, let's stand. And if you want to pray for just a moment, You can come and pray. We're not going to tarry long. We're not going to be here long. But you can come and pray. We're going to pray with you. And we're just going to believe that God is going to do something special for you in a a special experience for just you and Him. So I'm going to pray. And as I'm praying, if you want to come, you can come. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Jesus, once again for everything that you've done. Father, you are so good and your plan is so amazing that God, that you knew and you know where we are, God, you see us today. God, we thank you for these souls, God, that have been here and would come. God, that they desire something better in their lives, a stronger, closer walk with you. God, we ask that you would move today.
God, that your spirit is a promise for them, God. God, that your comforter, God, is something that would help and encourage them and give them power to overcome the world. God, that you would do a miraculous thing for each and every one today. God, no matter what happens from this moment, God, that you, Lord, would walk with each and every one in a closer walk. Move as only you can. God, in Jesus' name we pray. Look, if you're not up here, if you want to, just come gather around. Even if you don't want to pray specifically, come and help pray, lay hands. Just be close to God. Let's all just worship Him for just a minute.